Welcome to the Law Firm Growth Podcast, where we share the latest tips, tactics, and strategies for scaling your practice from the top experts in the world of growing law firms. Are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos. And I am here with a real-life story that I think illustrates some principles that we like to think about a lot here at KCL. But um, it is a story about me recently going through the airport. And I'm not going to try to do my best uh, Jerry Seinfeld impression here. Hey, you know, uh, long lines of the TSA, guys. Long lines. Um, Anyway, I'm joking. But actually, this is about getting through the TSA clearance checkpoint. So what I found interesting about this was I was going through Austin Bergstrom International Airport. Uh, I had to get out for a family trip. And basically, we had two types of machines at the TSA checkpoint. So basically, the first one was kind of the old school standard scanning machine that's been around for the last 20, 30 years. That's the one where you have to take your shoes off, take your laptop out, take your iPod out, blah, 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 put it in the bin, scan it through. And the other one which is something I've actually seen a couple times at this airport so far, is what's called a Smith machine. And basically, this one is a lot more high tech. So if you've ever like looked over one of the agent's shoulders while they're doing it, um, hopefully that's not a federal crime, but it's really cool. <laughs> basically, they have this full x-ray thing. They can scan up and down. And that's why what's cool about this machine is you don't have to take your laptop or anything out of it because they can just see the entire 360-degree you know, rotated all that jazz with the the technology and they don't have to take anything out. Right. So I personally think it's really, really cool technology. It's super neat. Like I said, I mean, you guys probably figured this out by now, but a huge dork. So I like the fact that these things exist, but at the end of the day, which line was moving faster and it's kind of surprising, but the old machine was outpacing, just beating the brakes off the new machine. Right. And I'll also point this out that this wasn't the first time. So I actually ended up missing the first flight in my entire adult life because of a similar situation. Like there are a couple of factors, but um, I ended up missing the gate by two minutes and it was the same thing. I was in the line for the Smith machine and it was just absolutely dragging. So I think this is important. I'm not just doing a like consumer rant here, but I think there's a lot of lessons to be gained here when we think about the technology that we use in our law firms. Oftentimes there is what I believe is a false equivalent that more technology is better. And sometimes it is, but that's not always the case, not nearly as much as people make it out to be. So at the end of the day, more tech wasn't faster and the process itself actually took longer, even though it was a lot more advanced. And I'll also say this too, more technology might not always be better, but I can almost guarantee that more technology is always more expensive, right? And this is yours and mine, assuming you guys are listening to this United States tax dollars here. I know a lot more of those are going to be spent on the new machine than the old machine. So um, anyways, this was, I mean, obviously we had a lot of time to kill. So we were just kind of like shooting the breeze with one of the other agents who was directing people to different lines. And we're like, what the heck is going on with this line here? Does this happen a lot? And he goes, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been kind of tough, but I, I think actually, and he kind of gave us a little bit of a wink. He's like, yeah, you know, it might be the operator. And this is the second guy we've had out here, right? So this is actually something also important to bring up when it comes to the whole technology question, because more technology means we have to have more training. And more training often itself has a learning curve, which means that's basically that we had a situation where we had an operator who did not have the training required to operate this, right? So technology can represent an increase in potential efficiency, but 
it's only a potential increase. You have to have training in order to use a lot of this technology. And I'm sure everyone has overinvested some super whiz bang marketing automation stuff to realize that, you know, it's not necessarily easy to use this stuff necessarily out of the box, right? And also, this is the thing to kind of keep in mind. It actually made it harder to hire for this stuff. So the TSA guy said that that was the second guy that they'd had that morning. And just bear in mind, this flight was happening at 6.50 a.m. So somebody got burned out super quick. And again, if you have, you know, you're going to train everyone on your staff to do this, is everyone going to be the best at the job? Probably not, right? So we have more variance that's been introduced into the process because of this high technology, not because of the technology itself, but in the operator risk that's related to having the people that are on this, right? And then if you kind of think about it, you know, we have this brilliant, super, super cool, super whiz bang, you know, expensive machine, but the operator is having a bad day and the entire process is broken. And also just kind of like, you know, think about this too, right? Where that ends up doing is it just kind of shifts the uh, the level of the stress. And if you kind of think about stuff that like, you know, sort of the old school assembly line like place, the weak point becomes the person, it doesn't actually become the technology, right? And you can imagine from that guy, right? The first one was getting overwhelmed. He was getting stressed. Maybe he was tired. Maybe it was early. And then this other guy gets pulled in as the relief pitcher. And now all of a sudden the pressure is on on this guy, right? So like you got to just think about where these things end up getting shifted in the process. And then overall, I would just kind of think about this really, really fantastic book. I don't know if I've mentioned in the podcast in a while, but um, this is a total game changer. There's a book called Anti-Fragile by a thinker, an investor by the name of Nicholas Nassim Taleb. And he describes system as being robust, fragile, or anti-fragile. A fragile system is one that will break easily. That's you know pretty straightforward, right? But if we think about this, right, at its best, the Smith machine with a totally operated trainer who's had his coffee and is in a great mood is faster than the other one. But you deviate a little bit from the process and the entire thing falls apart. To compare, the other machine is a lot more robust. And then, you know, if you guys want to get a read of the book, the whole concept of you actually have things that become better when there's more variance. You're not going to generally see this in like, you know, some sort of a supply chain line, but but that would be something that's anti-fragile. But basically, we have a fair weather system with the more complex, advanced, high-tech solution, right? Introduce a little bit of chaos and the wheels pretty much totally fall off, right? So basically, you know, this is kind of, and if we want to take a step back and kind of reframe the problem, right? What are we trying to save here, right? I'm sure that there was some, you know, super slick, you know, government salesperson guy, right? And he basically tried to convince everyone, you guys won't believe how much time you're going to save. Your ratings on the airport are going to go way up because people won't have to take their laptops out. But at the end of the day, is it worth it to not have to take your laptop out of the bag if it means not catching your flight, which I have, in fact, missed flights because of this technology, right? We are not optimizing for the right thing. We have a situation where something that is a super, super, super nice to have has been traded for a insanely bad must have, which is, you know, potentially missing your flight, right? And, you know, what are we doing? So there's just, you know, a much more complex system with a lot larger investment, a lot more training and just basically really, really bad outcomes potentially just for something that wasn't necessarily important in the first part, right? So basically... I want to kind of wrap this out too. And again, I'm not usually that much of a whiner, I swear to God. But uh, basically, I think there's so many examples of this in marketing technology and stuff that we deal with clients all the time. I wouldn't say necessarily within the course of what we're doing for the most part on active clients, but we have to evaluate what people are bringing to any sort of deployment we have because there's marketing technology involved. We have a lot of clients. I'm always happy to do it. That's a, hey, we're considering adding this or that. What do you guys think about this? And there are more situations where the uh, sizzle is definitely very, very different from the steak 
when you really unpack it and see what could be potentially involved with getting these things implemented, right? So to summarize, higher tech is not better. You need to be aware of the shiny object. It's very, very seductive. But when you really, really take the time to unpack these things, it's not always the same cost. And you know the benefits, you have to get real on what could potentially be at stake by in making a process much, much more complicated, right? Consider how robust or fragile your process is and whether introducing a new technological element will make it more robust or more fragile. And then finally, just make sure you know what you're optimizing for, right? Like I said, with the salesperson who is probably selling that machine to the airport, this, you know, matter of taking your laptops out was, you know, a very important thing. And, you know, assuming everything else worked out, yeah, that's cool. That's a benefit. But there's a really big assumption built into that, right? So think about that stuff next time you guys are making an investment into technology for your law firm. And for everybody else, I will see you guys next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.